channel and today's broadcast is about the story that I wrote. So the title of the story is Poor Silly Girl. Hey, are you alright? He asked her concernedly. No, I'm not. I'm shattered, she said as she was sitting at the edge of the roof of the Carnero headquarters building. She looked devastated. He stepped nearer her. Don't worry, I won't jump from here, she said as her voice cracked. He gasped in relief. He looked around. It's midnight. Why are you here? She asked as she turned slowly to look who it was. He trembled with worries. I'm Trevor, he said. You're the guy who's so scared to look into my eyes but comes to my house to give me flowers and run away immediately. She smirked. I, I, I can't explain. You're beautiful. He looked down. He sighed. What are you doing here? She asked him. He looked around. Dr. Karen Nora begged, assigned me to look after the headquarters tonight. Miss Shikadim Mercury. He couldn't look at her eyes. Her violet eyes always reminded his dark memories. Her loose black hair kept covering her face as it was windy up there. She didn't speak after that. She headed towards the stairs. Trevor stayed still. He stood at the edge. I wish it's you, Faye. I miss you. I miss your violet eyes. He almost cried, but his eyes were watery. Mercury climbed down the steps till she looked at an unfamiliar dog. What's mom trying to do this time? She sighed. Password required. It showed the moment she touched the handle. She took her card and swiped. Access denied. She was pissed off. Let me try. All of a sudden, Trevor scared her. She took a deep breath and agreed. Trevor took his card and swiped it. He quickly set numbers where he said it, slower than a whisper. Access granted. Time left. Ten. Nine. Come in quickly, he pulled Mercury in. To her horror, the entire room revealed her about her mother, a psychopath scientist. She went near a humongous tube. She broke down and cried loudly as she leaned against the tube. It was him. They love her for life. Wake up, wake up, come back. I can't take this all alone. She cried and looked around the tube. It was glowing. This is... Mercury interrupted Trevor. Another victim. She said, I need to ask you something. Who are you? Bats don't love people like him. Trevor said with a cold voice. I can't tell you. She breathed heavily. He went to the switch on the lights. As he switched on the lights, the room filled with human-sized tubes were glowing. Some were familiar and some were just innocent victims of the bats. Mercury looked at the tubes. She got up and walked towards one. Venus. She gasped loudly. Her tears fell on the marble floor. I guess you should know I'm not one of the bats, Mercury said. 
I was brought into this franchise when I've accidentally injected a mutated gene. They said no Atlanticans deserved such power. I got it from her. It's hers. She pointed to the glass tube. He went nearer. The details were on the sticker on the glass tube. Venus Menken. Age 102 years. Farm from Atlantica. He read as it It was using your film Atlantica? Cheryl asked excitedly. She nodded. Wait, are you fake? He asked slower than a whisper. She was so shocked. How did you know? Wait, who are you? She asked worriedly. Omji, it's you. It's really you, fake Lozano. He screamed as he was on cloud nine. How are you still surviving? I thought they caught all of the Atlanticans. She was puzzled. Well, well, it seems two Atlanticans met each other. Suddenly, they heard a familiar scary voice. Dr. Kenora Beth, Trevor gasped. Mom? Mercury said. Sweetie, how many times should I warn you to stay away from Atlanticans? She patted on her shoulder. Trevor pushed Dr. Karenora. I dare you to touch her. Trevor took his dagger and pointed towards her throat. To his dismay, he was hit by something and fainted. He tried hard to open his eyes, but he went unconscious. After a few moments, he slowly moved his eyelids. He partially opened his eyes. He saw Mercury wearing lab coats and gloves. She was wearing her costly goggles. At his left, he witnessed Dr. Karenora wearing something similar to Mercury. I knew Beth's lie, but I thought Faye wouldn't. His tears rolled down and fell on the floor. He's awake. Mercury caught her. Oh, hello, my dear boy. I tell you to watch out for the headquarters, not to inspect my experiments, Dr. Karenora said as she pulled out a strange. You can kill me, but you would lose if it was Faye. He smirked. She no longer remembers anything. I gave her the antidote and erased some of her memories. She's a bet now, and no one deserves to know about her little secret. She sat slowly so that Mercury couldn't hear her. You forgot about her power. Trevor screamed as Dr. Karenora injected the antidote. She will be unconscious in few seconds, Mom. Who's Faye and what is her power? Mercury asked as she covered Trevor with a white blanket before putting him inside the human-sized cube, just like Dr. Karenora's other victims. She's just a little girl with powers of controlling electricity, she said. Well, I thought I was the only one with such power. Only bats have powers. And so how did she have powers? Mercury added her questions. At that point, Dr. Karenora realized that she split unnecessary pieces of information. Honey, can you prepare the paraffin oil I needed for a new experiment? She said calmly. Mercury nodded and ran towards the rack. She was just a girl who didn't know about her own secret. When she remembered, 
she was constantly given the antidote to erase her memories. It was her. Faye was the only hope of Alanchika, but bats exploited everything. They told Faye, or now known as Mercury, was their long-lost heir of the Empire. They deleted certain memories and made her believe that she is one of them. They tortured her love of her life when they knew he was an Alanchikan who came to save her. Luckily, Sherbert knew it was Faye. But the luck didn't last long. He was about to be tortured, just like Faith's lover. Elantikan just wanted to be the dear fellow Elantikan back. And Babs held her power for themselves. Dr. Karenora had mind-controlling power. It was the rarest power among Babs. Faith was indeed a poor silly girl for Babs.